Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk. We are actually two days left in July. The first month of the third quarter is just about done. Okay, fine. Let's find out where we are. We're going to make this a quick one because it's Thursday. Nothing really happens on a Thursday for me because we did all our positions on Monday and Tuesday. Wednesday, we take a look and see if there's anything we really need to take a look at, which there wasn't. Today's Thursday. It sets us up for tomorrow because tomorrow is, um, how do I describe it? Cleanup? That's a good one. Cleanup on L6, Jim. All right. Thank you, Dave. All right. Anyway, basically what we're going to do tomorrow is take a look at the positions that we have and what is going to go EX next week because we have a couple that we're having collecting dividends next week on if we carry them forward. If we don't, hey, that's fine. But all that being said, I don't even know what the hell I'm making sense at. But here we go. First on the list, as usual, we go alphabetically. Apple. Now, Apple doesn't always come on my list because the first two quarters with Apple is really not the greatest in the world. But the third and fourth quarter usually are. All right, so... 27th. We're looking at 627, which is last month. All right, here we go. A month ago today, Apple was at the low of the 30-day period. Now, 185.67. Now, she had some nice escalation from the 185.67 to the high of last Wednesday on the 19th. That high was 198.23. As usual, when you get a 30-day high, you usually get profit-taking. That's exactly what happened on Thursday, Friday, and, um, yeah, Thursday and Friday. Then Monday, she starts moving up again. Even though it was a down day on Monday, it was higher than Fridays, okay? So Friday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday were nice up days, and we ended up yesterday at 194.50. All right, so what does that mean to me? What it means to me is I'm into Apple at 194.05, and I sold the 195 calls. Okay, so what does that mean? I've already collected my premium, which is $1.45 per share, and if it stays above 195, come tomorrow's close, I will also collect an additional 95 cents, which is the difference between the purchase price and the strike price, which I sold so on the right to buy it from me. And this is not good because remember I told you the other day, is this, oh, there's the bell. I made an error by selling more, um, more calls than I actually had, had. I sold six contracts. I only have 300 shares, but somehow I sold six contracts. I really should buy that back considering it's, I sold at 145 and I, it's at 104 at this moment in time. So I probably should buy back three of those so it doesn't bite me in the butt tomorrow because it could. But then again, oh no, 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 because, all right, yeah, I do. I got to buy those back because if it goes above 195, I'm going to have to produce from midair 300 shares of Apple at whatever the price is tomorrow. And I have no idea what the price is going to be tomorrow. That being said, next on the list is my one of my favorite companies, Ford. Now, the reason why I like Ford is because the market price 
and the book value are almost the same. The book value for four is around ten dollars and fifty cents, somewhere in that area. But the stock price is thirteen sixty-seven. So how far can it actually fall before you're at break even? Three dollars and fifty cents, something like that. Okay, we were looking at a company the other day, and although everything looked good, it has a long fall between the stock price and the book value. I mean, it was a $400 stock. I forget exactly which one it was. Don't get me wrong. It's a good company, okay? For those of you who have more money than I do, which probably a few of you out there, but I don't do stocks over 250 bucks because it's too far to fall, my humble opinion. And I'm still making my 1% on a week with, what is that? $13 stock of Ford. General Motors is in the 30s. Um, Exxon Mobil is in the 30s. So am I getting my, my 1% from these lower stock? <clears throat> Excuse me. From these lower dollar stocks but no matter which way you look at it one percent is one percent you know and the and the fall is a lot less with lower dollar stocks in my humble opinion i could be wrong and you know, i was wrong twice this year so that's okay intc my children think it's funny when i'm wrong they have to write it down on the calendar oh no dad was wrong do you guys remember the tv show for back in the um 60s fathers no father knows best <laughs> I'm the epitome of that with my kids. Oh, I don't know the answer. Well, let's go ask Dad. Dad knows. Dad knows everything. All right. That's the way it was growing up. I don't know what's going on nowadays. People are... All right. Don't get me started on that. <clears throat> All right. Intel. This looks like a perfectly sideways company. When I say that, 30 days ago today, we were in the... Well, what is that? The $34 area. She drops down to a bottom on the 6th of July at 31.40. Then she hits a high last Wednesday. Last Wednesday was an interesting day, I guess. A high of 34.84. Okay, a little bit of profit taking. Found a new bottom. Looks like a double bottom at 33.40. Now we're sitting at 34.36. Okay, so it looks like it's going sideways. 30 days ago, we're in the 33 area. Today, we're in the 34 area. Okay. Not a lot of movement there. But you know what? It's Intel. Do I really care about the movement? No. Do I really care what the stock price is? No. Because it's Intel. If I have to hold on to it, I got no problem. Better yet, if you have been following along, I got 2,000 shares of Intel at 34.06. I sold someone the right to buy it from me at 34. And get this. I got $1.33 a share. Doesn't sound like a lot, but guess what? 2,000 shares at $1.33, that's 2,660 bucks. That's twice my goal for the week. My goal for the week is $1,000 per week. So if you have a $100,000 account, which we started at the beginning of the year in this account with 100,000, and we're making over $3,000 this week, I could live with that. It might be difficult sleeping some nights, but you know what? I think I can manage. All right, so that's Intel. KMB, I'm a little unhappy with KMB. I don't mind holding on to it. But KMB can't make up its mind. Granted, it's not as bad as Bank of America was. I mean, I held on to Bank of America for six or eight months, but I collected a premium every week. Now, look at this. KMB, All right, the last 30 days, let's do this. The last 30 days... 138.32. 30 days ago. 
and it almost hit it again. It actually, it did. Double high. Um, 30 days ago and then 26 days ago. 38, 35. So we got a double high. A possible triple high, which was Monday, because the high on Monday was 38.16. Okay, can't seem to break that ceiling, but you know what? At 38.16, she tends to drop. She dropped Monday, she dropped Tuesday, and she dropped yesterday. Now, remember yesterday I talked about buying back the option that I sold and selling another one at a lower price, which I could have made a little bit more money because right now it's um, very inexpensive. Because I'm into Kimberly Clark at 143. I sold someone the right to buy it for me at 141, which I made a decent amount of money on. Don't get me wrong. Um, what is that? 240 bucks, which is almost 25% of my target, weekly target. But now she's down to 131.89. Okay, the actual low of the 30 day period was 130.84, which we're getting close to that low again. But it's Kimberly Clark. Do I really care? No, I don't. It's making me a couple hundred dollars a week, every single week, and I already collected the dividends from Kimberly Clark. Do I mind holding on to it? No, not at all. Okay, next on the list is PPG. Now, I'll tell you what the name is, but it's PPG Industri Industries. Kind of boring if you think about it. PPG, PPG Industries. Now, there's gotta be something to it. I mean, you gotta come up with those uh, letters for some strange reason. All right, so. PPG 30 days ago today was the 30-day low at 141.22. Took a couple of weeks, hit the 30-day high, which was last Tuesday at 152.89. And as usual, it's almost like clockwork. You get a nice escalation from a 30-day low to a 30-day high, and then you got profit-taking. Uh, was it? Um, last Tuesday was the 30-day high. Wednesday, he had profit-taking. Thursday, he had profit-taking. And look at this. Friday, the market make a gap down. She closed on Thursday at uh, 149.72. Okay? Then on Friday, she opens up at 146. That's a huge... Well, I wouldn't say a huge drop from 149 to 146. Okay. Uh, so, we're sitting today... At 146.18. What am I doing with PPG? I'm into it at 150.62. Sold someone the right to buy it for me at 150. I collected $2.05 per share. I got 500 shares, $2.05 a share. That's another thousand bucks right there with PPG. Between PPG and Intel, I'm over 3,000 bucks for the week when my goal is 1,000. Okay. It's great, but it doesn't happen every week. It doesn't. I mean, you could take a look at my record, and this year so far, I have eight weeks that I got less than 1%. Didn't lose money, okay? Only, I lost money in three weeks because, oh, all the talking heads online on TV say, oh, this is going to be the worst year ever, and I'm going to have to agree. I'm making money every week, but three weeks I actually didn't make actually I lost so eight weeks I didn't make my one percent three weeks I actually lost money in this account remember I got four accounts There's one account I didn't lose a penny at all all year I like that one but 
which is U.S. Steel. U.S. Steel is having a nice day. And this is another sideways company. You're looking at an average between 22 and 25, basically sideways. But let's take a look at the numbers. Okay. 30 days ago today, we're at the that 2428 area. Okay, somewhere around there. Um, on the 6th, which was three weeks ago, we got our bottom, and that is at 2273. Now, the top for the 30-day period was Tuesday and Wednesday, was yesterday and the day before. It's almost a double high at 2572 on um, Tuesday and 2570 on Wednesday. So it's very close to being the top. Where is it going to go today? My assumption is it going to be profit-taking. That's just an assumption because we're at a 30-day high for two days in a row. So you have two options. It's going to go out to make newer highs, which I doubt it, but that's just me. Like I said, I've been wrong once or twice this year. <laughs> so there's a possibility I could be wrong again. All right. Now, I'm into U.S. Steel at $25.01. I sold my pre my um, my covered call, the 25 strike price, for someone to buy it from me at 25 It's kind of weird if you think about it. I buy it at $25.01, sell someone the right to buy it from me at 25 I get my money back, and then I get a premium. Okay. Granted, it's on a huge amount. It's 61 cents. But think about it. 61 cents off of a $20 stock is more than 2%. And I'm strictly by the numbers. U.S. Steel, I have no problem whatsoever holding on to U.S. Steel for however long U.S. Steel decides to make steel, which they've been doing it for over 100 years. I'm going to assume they're going to continue doing it. Now, I don't go with a microscope to find out exactly what's going on with the company. The only thing I'm concerned about is they got their dividends and they're increasing their dividends. And there's no headline news about U.S. Steel. So my assumption is business as usual. What are you doing today, John? Oh, we're making some steel. Okay, great. What are you going to do next week? Oh, we're going to make some more steel. Same thing with Coca-Cola. They've been making Coca-Cola for over 100 years. I'm pretty sure they're going to be making Coca-Cola next year and the year after. That's all I'm saying. If they're doing the exact same thing year after year after year, they don't have to come up with a new product. Because you got steel, you got stainless steel, you got pig iron, you got cast iron. It's all the same thing. It's steel. Made by the same company, U.S. Steel. Anyway. I'm almost done wrapping up. So, U.S. Steel, I, you know, if it drops below 25, I have no problem break, taking this into next week because guess what? Next week, they're paying their dividend. I've already collected a premium last week, collected a premium this week. No problem whatsoever doing it again next week. But it's not the goal, it's not the focus, not the idea. The idea is a continuous rotation. Keep them going because next week we're going to look at other companies that are just as good as U.S. Steel, PPG, Kimberly Clark, Intel, blah, 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 all those companies. Only companies on my roster are those that I have no issues whatsoever holding for a long period of time. And yeah, they increase their dividend payments to the shareholders for more than 20 to 25 years. Some of them are even over 100 years old. So I got no problem with any of that. All that being said, I'm kind of talked out. I don't really have much more to talk about other than seeing you guys tomorrow. 
around 3.30ish because it gives us time to go over what our positions are, what we're looking at, and the possibilities of carrying it into the next week, cashing them out, buying something back. I do have to buy, you know what, as a matter of fact, let me do that right now while I'm thinking about it. AAPL, because I don't want this coming and bite me in the butt tomorrow. So we're at, what, 194.50 on Apple right at this moment? So I'm going to do a closing order because I do have to. Uh, 105. Okay. I I'm not too bad. It it's not that bad. Because remember, I sold them for... Uh, well, all right. I have to go back and take a look at what I sold these damn things for. View trades. All right. I sold the calls on Monday for a buck forty-five. Now I have to buy them back because I hit the button one time too many. <laughs> so now it's at one hundred five. Okay, so I sold it for one forty-five. Now I buy it back at one hundred five. See, stock market is one of those few things is you can sell something you don't own and then buy it back another day at a lower price and still make money. All right, so I have to. Buy back three of them because dumb shit wasn't paying attention and I hit the button twice. All right, now I sold six Apple contracts and I only have 300 shares. So you see where there's a slight problem there. So yeah, like I said earlier, I do make mistakes. And I was wrong once this year, but now it looks like I was wrong twice. All right, so I'm going to buy back three Apple 100. So it's the weekly, 28 July 23. That's this Friday, which is tomorrow. The 195 at 105 limit order to close. Okay, you gotta get that right where you open where you opening position you you buy are you buying it or selling it to open. And then when you're closing the position, because you once you open one you have to close it. Because you can do it two ways. You know, you can buy something to open, but then at some point you have to sell it to close. Ah damn it. Apple opened up at 196. So I'm going to lose money on that damn position. All right, anyway, as I was saying, any position you get into, there's an opening and a close. Okay, you can sell something and later buy it back. But if you sell it, you're selling it to open the position. And then when you buy it back, which is what I'm doing today with Apple, I'm buying it to close the position. Hopefully that makes sense. You can do it either way. You can buy and sell or you can sell and buy. One is an opening, one is a close. All right, so I'm going to leave this order open. I'm going to even pump it up a little bit because it gapped up. Apple gapped up. For those of you who have Apple and saying, you know what? Where's it going to go? Well, the fucking thing went up. <laughs> I usually don't mind, but I sold it at 145 on Monday. Yesterday, it closed at 105. Probably should have done it yesterday. But today, she opened up at, um, where are we? I don't know, when exit, we'll find that again. 196. Okay, it is what it is. Win some, we lose some. So I'll lose a little bit on here. I'm gonna go and I'm gonna change this. Because <clears throat> right now I'm at 105. I wanna try and sell at 105. Let's go to 110, we'll leave it for the day. Uh, 115, at least I'll make 30 cents off of it. All right, so I'm changing that order. I'm trying to buy back three, the Apple contracts, which 
Like I said, I did make a mistake. I bought, I sold three, sold six of them when I should have only sold three. All right, so that's off to the races. I changed it to 115. Uh, I'll make 30 cents off the deal. All that being said, hey, look at this, 20 minutes exactly. So I'm out of here for today. I will catch you guys again tomorrow. And we're going to do that at, um, what are we going to do that at? Oh, right around 3.30 tomorrow. So I'm going to catch you guys on 3.30 tomorrow to uh, to close out the week. Okay, the positions that we, we bought and sold on Monday. Let's see how they came across on Friday. All right, all that being said, this is James from Dividend Stock Talk. Brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where I invest for, for weekly cash flow using pre-qualified dividend stocks. And I, hopefully you guys know what those are. Those are companies that don't really mind. Oh, my goodness. Excuse me. <clears throat> I can't call that a frog because it wasn't that big. <laughs> anyway, you guys have a great day. I'll see you again tomorrow around 3.30. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day.